Okay, welcome back to another week of the Stony Brook Invitational Podcast. I'm your host, Noah. We got our regulars, Brad and Jordan, with us today, and also a very special... <laughs> Wait, I thought Brad was a host! So we got our regulars. He's I'm a, a co-host, host, Noah. and Brad's a host. Oh. Yes, my regular co-host, Brad, is here with me. I am a host, that is true. That's not a lie. Hi. Host Brad, our regular friend of the show, Jordan. <laughs> and our number our, one listener. And our very special guest, um, who may or may not know what this is. Do you know that we recorded a podcast? All right, cool. We got Bella Wood with us here today. So we had to invite the current one seed. Thank welcome, you, welcome. Thank you. I had, a, I had to take had a lot to. of time off from other things. I know you're so busy managing such a a great team that must be uh, very strenuous on your schedule. Mm-hmm. So I know you haven't listened, um, but we usually like to just gauge a little bit of how our guests are feeling about the year, about how the season's gone for you. What, what have you noticed? You know, we, it's crazy to see that you came in last place last year and then finished the regular season in first this year. What, what was the big change for you? Well, I was sick of the haters. So I figured I would just come back with vengeance I got really lucky in my draft this year, and um, yeah, I just paid attention, so that awesome. helped. Yeah, paying attention is a great thing. Well, you said you got lucky. What do you think was the luckiest part of that draft that you mentioned? Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. Just pay attention, and you'll come in first, too. <laughs> Brad and Jordan, how are you guys doing today? I think that's a great lesson to teach your kids. Mm -hmm. Pay attention, kids. That's what I'm saying. This is for the kids. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she she didn't want to come on the podcast all year, but felt around Christmas time it was right to come on for the kids. Yeah, yeah, do it for the kids. (laughs) For the kids. (laughs) Brad, how are you feeling? Um. Well, uh, I'm not in the playoffs, so uh, still getting over that. You know. The only other time during the season that was really tough was because of Bella. When she uh, wow. got the These are the haters I was talking about. Yeah. You know, I had scrolled up in the group chat to look for that punishment um, link from earlier in the season. And I, I did pass by the, the picture of Bella losing the matchup and then another picture two days later of Bella winning the oh, matchup. Oh, shoot, Brad. I forgot about that, to be honest. And had that fallout done the other way, Brad makes playoffs. Yeah. But do I? No, I yeah. don't. Yeah, oh, yeah, gets oh you up. don't? Yeah, I would have not. For, for a team named Rip Smitty, not very Rip Smitty. Rip Smitty. Thank you. You guys, I have to change my team name next year. To I am Smitty. <laughs> <laughs> to what happened? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Rip Coleman. <laughs> Rip Coleman. Yeah. Uh, I'm already dead. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, a rough shakeup for Brad. Just on the – you and Umberto right on the cusp of playoffs. Um, but, well, we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, I would like to just ask our guest a few more questions, understanding um, what do you think – really um was helpful about paying attention i'm curious about this new technique i might take some notes for next year um 
I I mean, on every Thursday, I would check my lineup. Sometimes on a Tuesday to put in those waivers, I would remember. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Oh, and I, I know you were on the fence about the free agent change. Have, have you enjoyed the bidding system and, and what's been your strategy around that so far? What? Okay. That's the system where you put dollars in for a player? Dollars you wanna... oh, 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 oh. I know you were on the fence about that in the beginning of the year. Yeah, I don't like it. I like it better with the like we're just ranked and it goes based off of who's the worst person gets okay. it first. So even though you didn't, like I still it, have you... money in my bank. Yeah, quick question: When do we get the money left over? Oh, good well, question. I'm hoping I get some. You know, wait, we uh... get the money left over. Cold, <laughs> yeah, hard dollars. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping I get some interest on it, and then you know, maybe Next in like ten years, it'll be like a hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, ten seasons. George's got a thousand in his fab. <laughs> <laughs> no, it all goes away at the end of the season. Um, so use it, don't lose it. Use it or you lose it. But have you had any specific strategy with the with the bidding or? Not really. I mean, like if I need a player and I remember on Tuesday, then I'll. But it's hard because COVID. Like there are some Tuesday games, so I can't keep up. One of the games playing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so generally, they they actually push back the waivers if you um, like they won't go through on Tuesdays if there's a Tuesday game. They'll go the day after. Or in the case of last week with a Wednesday game, we they w- went through on Thursday. So. They, they've, they've been adaptable. I've, I've, you know, I'll applaud ESPN for their flexibility this year. And I think uh, it made for a semi-smooth season. So let's go through the breakdown of last week. Um, Brad already gave us a little inkling, but Brad, let's hear from your point of view. What, what was the shakedown last week? Um, first of all, I would like to say um, my team showed up in full form in that last ditch effort to make the playoffs. Uh, but I blame Vin for not being able to beat you. So <laughs> I take no responsibility. I think Vin uh, just really, I, I'm sure Vin would have tried to knock me out. You know, it's, it's Oh yeah. No, I, I I'm just kidding about that. I, I know he tried to knock you out, but it, it would have been a, a pretty, a pretty big upset for everything to go right. Yes, you, it you was were, interesting. I can't be I can't be mad about that. Yeah, what a score by you! The top top of the top scoring team of the week with 140 beating uh, Samad and Sonia to lock in their last place finish. Which spoiler alert, they came in last. Um, but 140.9, which is among the top you know of the season, probably top 10 this year. So yeah. well done to you. Hey, you finally played the right quarterback, did you? Oh wait. No, on the bench, <laughs> going off. I told you he was done it. Looking at it last week, and he scored zero the week before. <laughs> I'm saying this. I told you on last week's episode that Derek Carr was going to go off for you this week, and you're. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. And I was just trying to. But if you had played him, you know he would have gotten zero. Yeah. No, that's how it works. He he has like a a direct line to you probably, and finds out if I'm starting him. Exactly. Yeah. Or the Jets just don't know how to play defense and let up a last-second touchdown. That was wild. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Brad puts up a top score, gets his win, but just misses out because of my game against Vin. I'm able to lock up my playoff spot with 115 to 92. Jordan, how did you feel about your matchup? And tell us about those implications. Uh, 
honestly, I didn't really care. I knew I locked it up pretty much up. So I was just, you know, I was just throwing bodies out there to, you know, just play in my lineup. And he was resting you know. starters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I rested Christian McCaffrey, but he came back and tweaked his uh, thigh or uh, something. Yeah, the so, rest of the work. Yeah, he's been pretty much useless. I'm going to be rescinding his contract mm. and, uh, you know, tearing it up. So I'll make sure I'll find all the pieces and cross out your team's name and put my team's name on it. <laughs> so, um, so, Jordan, obviously the momentum, is that a thing for you going into the playoffs now coming off of a loss to almost last place Steve? How do you, how uh, do you... Yeah, I, I got a, I got a way field advantage. You know, our, our team really thrives on the road. Well, uh, it's, it's funny you say that. There's one thing I noticed in the standings, but I uh, forgot to bring up last week is my away record was six and out. So I'm a home team in this playoff game and I'm not too happy about it. You, on the other hand, you had a five and two record away this year. So, you know, you, you got to feel, be feeling pretty good uh, with that away field advantage. Yeah. And yeah, you know, we're, we're playing Rip Smitty, who has a three and three home field, you know, record. Mm. So I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doubting my guys just yet. You know, they're they're away players, so they're gonna do it. Listen, listen, listen. I've had enough of you all. I make it to number one, and I'm still feeling the hate. <laughs> this is not hate. This is this is respectable analysis. Uh, Bella, you realize Tom Brady is referring. I just got to your guys in the text, and he gets all the hate. Wait, Tom Brady's my what? I said Tom Brady is considered the best quarterback. Oh, oh, yeah, I know. He gets yeah. all the hate. So really, I think you made the situation worse. I think. Oh no, you just the... Facebook linked me. Oh, I did uh, forty-five minutes ago as we were waiting for you. Yeah, <laughs> the haters come from jealousy, and you know I'll be taking all your money at the end of the season. So. Ooh, Ooh big words, big words. Mm-hmm. That reminds me to tell our listeners look out for a text message from me this week i'll be playing the role of tax collector and uh let's all pay our league fees this year so long story not that we don't every year but just i will be collecting this week because i waited until we knew that tobin didn't ruin the season yeah you can talk to my lawyers about that one they'll be getting in touch with you no that's no that's fine i just don't (laughs) win so that's even better for me all right, long story short, give jealousy, get bellacy. Now, let's get to the fight for last place. So uh, I don't know I don't know how many people were following that, but it was very interesting. Um we had Simonia and Steve. Uh Simonia had a win on Steve, but they were down, I believe, twelve points four mm-hmm. on the season. Twelve or sixteen yeah, in that range. So Steve had to win to get a chance to get out of last place. But if he did, then Sonia and Samad had to score 12 more points than him this week to get out of last place subsequently. And let me tell you, the day started off hot with Darren Waller at one o'clock, putting up 200 yards and two touchdowns against the Jets (laughs) for 38.5. I thought that all but locked up Steve's fate. I thought I was going to lose. I I was hoping that that would have made my job even easier. Yeah, me too. But um, yes, it was unfortunate to choose Matt Ryan against New Orleans. Um, that it was probably the biggest 
mistake in my mind. I mean, there was not not anybody else that really could have salvaged it, but that was also probably the decision that, in my mind, would have been the most interchangeable with such a, a difficult matchup on defense. Um, and as for Steve, talk about some Monday night madness. He's got Amari Cooper. Sorry, Tuesday night. Give me, give me. He broke. He broke. Give me, give me some alliteration. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Tuesday night what? Tuesday night? Tango. So talk about a Tuesday night tango. He's got Amari <laughs> yeah, Cooper going into the <laughs> final game and gets held to little to nothing for most of the first half and gets a last-minute touchdown with four minutes to go uh, just to put him over the top for his win against Jordan. So I was – rooting against Steve just uh, as a little inside thing that he's got. But you know, what's crazy is part of this uh, trade that had happened between me and him, Jameson Crowder was kind of like a throw in and Jameson Crowder ends up being his, his big savior, biggest store of the week with 19.2. Um, he, he did. Uh, I'll give him some credit. He fought for that. It was a pretty big, you know, I, I didn't want to give him up, but he, he fought for that and it ended up saving him from last place. But the, even crazier part is how bad his other trade really worked out for him. He, I think he traded away Derrick Henry specifically to get Mark Andrews. And then Clyde Edwards Slayer was kind of just there as like his, but Mark Andrews never got to play a game for him. He missed all three weeks with COVID. And then Clyde Edwards Slayer was, I think he was inactive last week. And then he's active this week and plays zero snaps and gets zero points for him. So that trade literally almost cost Steve his entire season by doing that. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, actually, let me let me double check that last week. But either way, um, last week he whatever he stored was not nearly as much as Derrick Henry's thirty-seven he points. Twenty points that week. Yeah, he this week he had. Oh put, no, four four points last 4. week. Point four compared to Derrick Henry's thirty, and then um, you know zero compared to anything for Derrick Henry, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, just a, that was a rough trade for Steve, but Hey, you know, Rob finally made his first trade. So good for Rob. (laughs) Um, speaking of Rob, he had the one seed and it looked as if we didn't see a scenario that he loses it, but we, you know, uh, I believe I had predicted that Umberto would win and, uh, I was correct. He, he really brought the fire in the final weeks here with his last ditch effort to make playoffs. Seven and six, respectable season, Umberto. Um, we wish you all the luck moving forward. I'm very glad you didn't make playoffs. Your team is quite scary with that wide receiver. Pretty much everything there. That That is a scary team. But takes down Rob. And then with Bella's win over Sabrina, Bella's able to tie Rob's record and have, a, since she has the point four lead, she jumps into first place. So that's how it all shook down. The true number one seed finally arises and we were lucky enough to, to get her on the show tonight. Mm-hmm. Were, were you ever worried about Sabrina? Did she scare you at all? You know, Sabrina is a good competitor, and she was um, predicted to beat me. So, of course, I was scared, but I put on a brave face, and here I am. Now, I think you have an important message for the rest of the league. Tell us, what is that rock-solid portion of your lineup that you know is – so crucial and not only the real NFL, but specifically for your fantasy team kicker kicker. Cause I think the rest of the league needs to learn how to give us some tips on how you really, um, you scout that kicker. Cause young way Koo 
number one pitcher in the league, yeah, solid for you every week at least. Young Hoku, pretty young great. Way. Young Waiku. Hiku. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but what? What? I mean, you you've been able to lock down a, a solid pitcher. It seems like every year. What's your strategy there? Well, I had Young Way last year. I found him just hanging out on the waivers and picked him up. And I said, you know what? Kickers are important. And everyone laughs because I usually pick my kicker before everyone else. But that's a solid twelve points I'm getting every week. So I know talent when I see it, and I saw it in Young Way. <laughs> and Young Way's my man. See the way or the young way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, he's proved invaluable this year. I mean, honestly, your defensive kicker give you uh, what seems to be a fifteen to twenty point advantage every single week over your opponents. So Rams were just hanging out on the waiver, also. Yeah, I- I'm noticing your matchups between Young Way and your defense usually, and even against Sabrina, two and negative two for her. So a total of zero versus 25 for your kicker and defense. So there you go. There's the whole point differential right there. You only won by 20. All, you know, all that can be seen in your kicker and defense. So that's, that's pretty great. Only one by 20. No, I'm saying like compared to the 25 points you got over that. So very impressive. Well done. And the rest of the league better, better learn. Otherwise Bella can, you know, sweep us again and come in first next year as well. I mean, outside of fantasy, the kicker is the most important player on the team. I don't know if the NFL teams still agree with that. I, I know it's... I mean, Rodrigo Blankenship's going to win MVP this year, so I think you're right. <laughs> Rodrigo. I love the guy. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> we have the same glasses. I'm, I'm voting for him for MVP. He at least votes MVP of names. <laughs> he does. <laughs> And so also Robert. looks, if anybody has ever seen Rodrigo Blankenship. <laughs> I don't he know. He looks like the stud. likely player to ever be in the NFL. <laughs> Wait, let me see his picture. Yeah, I'll pull him up. He looks like less of an athlete than Mark gorgeous. Alone. He looks like a math professor at Stony Brook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, take a time right oh. now to doodle Rodrigo Blankenship. And look at this man. And, and then look up Mark Henry. Wait, why does he have glasses like that? What's that supposed to be? Respect the specs. Oh, sorry. I wear glasses too. (laughs) That's like his his whole thing. Like on, I guess, Instagram. It's like respect the specs. (laughs) Now, I would love to find a picture of him. Oh my goodness. Is that him? Next to his teammate. Go up. Right there. This one? Yeah. He is a math professor at Stony Brook. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want to see one next to his teammates because he is just significantly smaller than them. Let's see. It's not about the size, no one. Uh, it's just very unlikely that he makes it to the NFL, but good on him. Currently, I think the points leader in the NFL. Yeah. But um, yeah, kicker. Look at that. Boom. <laughs> MVP. Towering over. His Napoleon complex is taking him far, and I respect it. <laughs> So that week brings us to a current standings and going into the playoffs of Bella in first place at nine and four ahead of the May Rose division. Me in second place uh, ahead of the Scantelli division at eight and five. And then our two wildcard spots go to Rob in third place at nine and four as well. And Jordan in fourth place at seven and six. We had a three-way tie for that fourth place at seven and six. So congratulations, Jordan, on fending them off with your brilliant points for 
well done. It seemed to be a lot of early season work that sets you up to kind of coast and cruise through that second half of the year. Yeah. You know, my team, my team was basically on stretchers the second half. <laughs> yeah. They were just resting getting their getting their wind beneath their wings. <laughs> well, let's hope they have not found it for my sake of getting you know, a title here. So, um, but Brad and Umberto also tied there. Uh, Umberto finishing in fifth with a little bit more points for than Brad, missing out on playoffs by approximately 53 points. And Brad, uh, even a little further behind than that, missing out on playoffs by about 81 points. So not much you could have done. You know, you would have needed another almost full week to, to try to make that lunge, but um, good effort, Brad, and a solid record, uh, a worthy opponent that I hope to, to see in my division again next year. I, it was a pleasure battling with you. Why, thank you. Uh, I, yeah, I guess I'll say the same. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so rounding out the bottom, we had Sabrina in seventh um, at <clears throat> five and eight. Excuse me. Vin in eighth at five and eight as well. And then tied at four and nine was some Simonia and Steve, but Steve gets the points bonus over them by 10 points to clinch his ninth place and not last place. So little rookie traditions, you know, we're sending those rookies down into the last place. Good job, everyone. Make sure anybody else who joins the league, they always get last place. All right. So, Samad, if you're listening, we will send you that beautiful license plate, and we can't wait to see pictures of it uh, around town for the next year. So now, I don't know if we decided the time frame for the license plate cover, but I think it should follow the same rules as the phone case mm-hmm. the entirety of the next season. Um, I think we can double check with Steve, but I think we did it from now until either the next draft day or until the season started or um, the end of the season. But I think we did start of the season, but start to end or now to start now to start or like as soon as we can get it to him. But I think it makes more sense to do now till end just because that's when you're not last place anymore. you know, a year you have for a year. And, you know, once we're back in football season next year, that's when we want to really relish in it the most. So, that is true. So for future year-long punishments, we'll do from when you lose till um, end of, you know, a full year from there. So, um, but Samad, thank you for being a good sport about it. We look forward to seeing that beauty on your car. All right. So that brings us into our playoff projection. The current bracket with Bella as the one seed is going to be playing Jordan as the four seed, swiftly losing my playoff spot. Maybe a name change is due since he uh, yeah. lose his playoff spot. <laughs> and then uh, the rematch that I've been looking forward to, Drake Until You Make It versus the magic mustache of Rob Lurch. Um, you know, I was quite angry the other day when he had beaten me by a single last catch by Robert Woods, mm. uh, 126 to 124. And then uh, the following week, we both blew up, I told him, Text, I said, uh, why don't you try to play me this week, you, you coward? And so I, I've been, my team's been wanting some vengeance. I know some harsh words. Yeah, those are fighting words. Yep, yep. Um, I can get brutal. But um, was really looking forward to getting another chance to beat Rob. And hopefully in this format, 
uh, I can. So let's go through our predictions. Let's start off with uh, Brad. You, you can be the only one who's a little impartial here, I guess. Um, so with our first matchup, let's look at Bella versus Jordan. And the name I, has been changed. Ah, McCaffrey. Why? With a very lot of lot of whys. Big question. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone's unaware of the playoff format, it is a two-week matchup. So the scores from this week will be added to the scores that the players all get next week. You may change your lineup in between, um, but it'll be a, whatever you store in the two weeks combined will be what you are putting up against your opponent's store for those, excuse me, uh, two weeks. Yeah, I burp every now and then. It's a podcast. We're live. We roll through it. Yeah. So uh, for my prediction, um, I mean, obviously I'm a little biased to start out considering uh, the Rams put up 20 points or the defense rather uh, put up 20 points against the Patriots already. Uh, that's definitely a great start for Bella. Um, might give her the edge for this week. Uh, as you were mentioning with her defense and kicker really deciding matchups, the Rams are playing the Jets next week. Mm-hmm. So I think we can expect another near 20 point showing. <laughs> well, that 40 points. <laughs> um, I think Bella just has a lot of momentum right now. Whereas Jordan is still trying to get McCaffrey back. I know there were some uh, mentionings of injury with um, James Robinson. And Julio Jones has actually already been declared out. Yeah, I just saw that. Ooh, that's also an issue. I just um, saw that. Wow, is this man, he's not taking note number one from our guest here. He's not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, Jordan, oh. like, do you have other stuff to do or something? No, yeah, you're right. I got nothing. <laughs> uh so i think a combination of uh jordan just not having the players he needs playing and bella having that really impressive momentum for that uh end of the regular season push to first place i think it's going to be an uphill battle for jordan to win this so so i've I've got bella okay i appreciate the love brad (laughs) so it's nice that we have both of these people here on air. I'm, you know, a little curious as to some of the lineup choices. Jordan, have you have do you have any fears about Kareem Hunt? Um, you know, with his recent lack of production, and and are you considering anybody else, such as, uh, you know, if DeAndre Swift is healthy or Melvin Jordan, um, or even the emerging Cam Akers as of you know the last two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh... And yeah, same, I'll same I'll check that. Up. I'll set my lineup. Uh, you know, probably Sunday at twelve fifty nine, uh, and fifty nine seconds. But risky. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm liking Cam Akers. He's really emerging. Uh, or I guess that was the word for two weeks ago. So I need to find a new word. <laughs> but I'm I'm liking Cam Akers and DeAndre Swift. I just need my my players healthy. And right now it's not looking. Sure. Like that. Now, I know you had maybe what was not playing him last night a conscious decision, or did you not know? Oh, uh, yeah, that was a conscious decision. Sure. Did did ball out, though. He did. He did. Um, and then, Bella, so lo- looking at your lineup, it seems that you've we've, we've talked about your rotating running back two slot, uh, you know, throughout the season. Are you feeling comfortable with Naeem Hines kind of filling that role, or are you looking to, to switch things up in the, in the next two weeks, or will he be 
a lineup lock. No, I'm locking him for this week at least. I feel like he's been more consistent than Mostert and um, Henderson got 0.5 points yesterday. So I think that was good benching him. Sure. But yeah, he's not going anywhere, especially because he's playing the Raiders and Mostert is playing Washington. Yeah, Washington is a scary good defense this year. And we did just see the Jets put up a, a nice amount of points on the Raiders. So um, the other question, I, I'm looking at your line and I'm thinking that this guy is is new to your starting spot, but Cole Beasley didn't his first appearance, his debut. Mm-hmm. What, what prompted mm-hmm. that? Uh, Debo was questionable yesterday when I made my lineup. Uh, but I don't know. He did well last week. I don't like when players are in the questionable zone. Robinson was also questionable yesterday when I was making my lineup. So, yeah, I think uh, I'm going to try out Beasley, take him for a spin, take him for a wild ride on my <laughs> my little fantasy bike. Yeah. And then it's not it's you know, sometimes it's great having all this depth, but it's got to be a little bit tough in a week like this where you have such good matchups for Herbert and Rodgers um going against two bad defenses. Oh. Is, do, you, do you feel like it even matters if you choose, who you choose, or is there some sort of strategy there? And same for you, Jordan, with Russell and, and Josh Allen. Four great quarterbacks on these two teams. Brad, if only we could have uh, stolen one of them, right? Uh, it's okay. I've got Derek Carr and Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> and I had Carson Wentz. For a, I had Carson Wentz for a lot of the year, who just got benched. <laughs> yeah. But for yeah, for both of you guys, any uh, it doesn't matter for you guys. Is there a certain logic there? Well, you you could go first. I mean, I feel like either way, they usually put up about the same amount of points. They're always like within about five points of each other. So I'd just rather go with the vet for this week. Yeah. Old Aaron. Yeah. You know, I could echo that sentiment, but that's not the reason why I did it. Um, <laughs> uh, I I do trust both of these quarterbacks, but I think Russell Wilson has an easier matchup with the Jets versus the Steelers, so that's why I went with them. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. The Jets have been pretty locked down this year, you know, locking down all those Can't losses. Tell that to their records. <laughs> no, they were locking down all the losses, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they thought they were going to win last week. No, they locked it down. <laughs> <laughs> they locked it down. Just hey, they're just on. tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, the Jaguars, though, are, are closing in. 1-11 one in, one in versus 0-12. <laughs> and the Jaguars have the tiebreaker. It goes by strength of schedule. Oh. What does that even mean? <laughs> it means if I, you – let me think. If you had – is it if you had a harder strength of schedule – no, if you had an easier strength of schedule and you have the same record as another team for last, then you get last place. Because I guess if you went up against easier teams and you did just as badly, then you're worse. True. So I think you the Jaguars have an easier strength of schedule. So if we tie them, they get the, the first pick. Dang. Yeah, so – it's really important that we lost that Raiders. So what you're saying is we are only losing because we have such a difficult schedule. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, we're the Jets. All, all the superstar teams. Ah, gosh, the NFL is always screwing us over. I know. Oh. 
So, um, so Brad predicted Bella. I, as the other impartial one on this, will also be predicting Bella. I think uh, the we've seen that kind of transition from Jordan in the middle of the season, whether it was injuries or just you know again there maybe some coaching uh, debacles between him, the players and him. I don't know. I'm not in that locker room, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Bella. Welcome to the playoffs, first time, and I hope uh, you make it to the championship. I hope I win. So. <laughs> If, if we went to a prediction, would both of you guys choose yourself or what does what it look Actually, like? Actually, we both decide we're going to choose the opposite. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I'm really hopeful for Jordan. I yeah. Who cares about the money? Yeah. And I you, make millions. So. I think Bella's going to win. She's you know great competitor. Yeah. We're just like humble. <laughs> That's sportsmanship. Two good lessons today. Wow. We got to have first place here more often. Yeah. I Remember mean, kids. was also humble. Be humble, kids. Yeah. <laughs> For the kids. <laughs> kids. The kids. All right. And then in our second playoff matchup, we have myself versus Rob. Um, we get a tiny bit of recency bias out of the 18 players that both of us need. Rob has had one player play. And that was Robert Woods scoring a, a little bit uh, above five points. So... Definitely worse than the 24 that he had to, uh, you know, rid my sanity a couple weeks back. But, um, yeah, I think my biggest weakness all season had been quarterback and tight end. Um, I was stringing along ways to make that position work. Never in a super strong way. I was still towards the bottom of the league of points four, but uh, I was consistent. So I, I consistently – stored kind of above the threshold so when i played my opponents that didn't do too well I, that's how i was scooped up my wins but now with this trade with steve i like my quarterback situation i like my tight end situation and um totally non-biasedly i'm going to take myself to to beat rob so you guys yeah. want to take a look and make a prediction or ask me any questions you know i'd be happy to answer big surprise well, when you look at the matchup it's really a matchup of some of Steve's players versus more of Steve's players. <laughs> Steve, last place almost, but well done. Make getting your players. You know, you're a good owner. Just getting he's your a, players where they he's want. He's a kingmaker, but never the king himself. Uh, yeah, obviously, if the Derrick Henry trade didn't happen, this would be a very easy one to predict. Um, I still think. I don't want to, but I think I would give you the edge. You have, I think, more proven players on your team than Rob does. Uh, He has a few too many Buccaneers than I would like, considering how crowded the field is getting with their weapons. Sure. Um, I think your players are just trending better. Uh, And I think it's going to be a close matchup, but – Considering it's two weeks, I think your small wins will just keep piling on and give you the win there. Yeah, I've always been a fan mm-hmm. of the two-week matchup just for the, you know, consistent. If I, if I feel like you have a consistent team, you're more likely to win in, the, in that two-week format just to, you know, balance out any miscues in either direction. So if you did bad, you'll have a chance to rebound um, for, as a more consistent team. And if you, your opponent did really good, you'll still have a chance to, you know, make it up. What about you? Uh, 
So I think it's going to be a tight one. Uh, I going to go the opposite, and you know, you guys are predicting the first ever fiance bowl. I'm uh, not going to predict that, and I'm going to predict Rob. Makes it, it. Would, it would. Be Does that first... mean I have to get engaged to Rob? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would be the first. You, no, you get to. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like I'm like honored. Like no was <laughs> Good night. Good night. Yes, the grandma. Oh, everyone. Good night, grandma. Um, but yeah, it could be our first and potentially only fiance ball, right? Unless we see. Vin and Brad, I don't know. Maybe Shopa joins the league at some point. I mean, me and Vin do have some history. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Brad and Jordan. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could, I could be down for that. Yeah, so I mean, that... for the tax benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, just, just the tax benefits. So I mean, and so Brad stops cutting your power. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yeah, I mean, Jordan and Rob, if you guys are wanting to see the only potential fiance bowl in the history of our league, go ahead and take the bench off. all your players. You're right. I'm just going to bench all my players. That is what I'm saying. Good. Um, so Jordan's taken Rob. Very interesting. Bella, any analysis input from you here? What do you think is going to definitely, definitely. So like I have a lot of integrity and so I pick Rob. <laughs> my integrity is my name is RIP Smitty. And I stand by that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, standing by the rip, Smitty, even though you were the one who gave me my life into the playoffs by beating Brad. That Thank was you not so much. my intention. I was only helping myself, really. Mm-hmm. Well, the selfish that helps your others is a friend of mine, a fiance of mine. I'm not sure if that was English, but I agree. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Um, uh, just some quick transactions. We did see a lot of money spent this week as, uh, maybe we should have gotten into beforehand, but Christmas is coming. <laughs> we did see, um, the big money was spent this week on, where'd he go? I think they returned him. Maybe. Oh no. It's just $2. dollars. <laughs> A lot of money. I was picturing <laughs> other... yeah, you spent a whole two dollars on on that guy. I guess if we were like squirrels well, and we found some like... money. <laughs> where, where am I looking? It was this last week that I had a lot of money spent. Oh yeah, that twenty two dollars on Carson Wentz. That's what I was thinking of. Maybe. Well, you know what's funny? We did bring this up last week. Steve spent that twenty two dollars on Carson Wentz and didn't play him. I was really with that type of bid. I was expecting him to play him, and that would have made him come in last. Like that would have been amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was probably probably a pretty smart choice not playing him. I know, but like, why give money? That was weird. I, I don't think the question was why didn't he start once. I think the question is why, why? did he spend twenty two dollars? It didn't. Why did he spend any money on Wentz? It was very curious. I was hoping to see that slide into his roster, but anyway, Steve bids on the 49ers defense outbids Brad for them. And I, seeing that Rob had lost, uh, tragically, Antonio Gibson, beautiful player this year, um, loses him going into the playoffs. I, I grab his backup, J.D. McKissick, knowing that if, you're, if you guys are up against Rob, anybody in the finals maybe, Rob only has $1 left. So if you just bid $2, 
he cannot get anybody. <laughs> so I bid $2 on JD Matissic and steal that from Rob. Um, but he does go ahead and pick up Ty Johnson uh, of the Jets. And Jet legend. Yes. Uh, I would feel very bad if he needs to. If it, I, I would feel great if he needs to start Ty Johnson just from a matchup standpoint. Hey, Ty Johnson looked good. Okay. Um, yeah, but Frank Gore's coming back, and you know how much he loves Frank Gore. So. He looks so much better than Frank Gore, to be honest. But, Gore's like 40 years old. But Adam Gase is trying to lose. and Oh, lose. yes. That is true. So we have two votes in this matchup for myself and two votes for Rob. Um, we'll see. Rob's currently playing Giovanni Bernard in the second running back slot with a good matchup against Dallas. Um, we'll see if the Bengals defense uh, – Bengals, you know, not uh, defense, but – very sporadic offense will win over Rob's heart or Ty Johnson against Seattle, which is also a pretty good matchup. Um, yeah. So we will have one more episode this year coming at you after this semifinals matchup is over and we will see, um, you know, who's in our coveted playoffs, our coveted finals. So please join us potentially live for that episode. We'll give you some details later. Um, but yeah, Brella, we appreciate having you on. Any any closing thoughts from you? How'd you like the podcast? First time listener. First time long time. Listener, first time coming on. I mean, maybe I'll listen in the future. Maybe. Hey, that's probably not. Hey, we go from five <laughs> to six. That's all we need. Five. That's all I needed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Jordan, good luck this week. Thank you, you too. Oh, and Bella as well. Thank you. Um, does the other host, Brad, have any closing remarks? I, I always <laughs> yeah, you know, we didn't even talk about my matchup, um, which is part of the battle for the first pick. Oh, wait, Brad, are you playing this week? Brad, you're in the league. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, the player, the teams who do not make playoffs are fighting for our first draft choice of next year. So the consolation ladder, it works out like this. So, the five team, the five seed plays the six seed, the seven plays the eight, and the nine plays the ten in a similar two week matchup as well. And next week, the winner from the five six game stays on the battle for fifth place game, and joined by the winner of the seventh versus eighth game. So we see Brad versus Umberto, and the winner will play the winner of uh, Vin versus Sabrina, and the losers will go down a step. So if you're looking at that bracket shakeup. You can see the loser of Umberto versus Brad will play the winner stepping up from the ninth, 10th game. So Simonia versus Steve, the winner will go on to play the loser of Brad versus Umberto for the seventh seed. And our consolation ladder will, our prizes, um, Brad, if you want to go ahead and break that down. Our what? The prizes for that consolation ladder. What, what are you playing for? Tell them what they're playing for. A uh, draft pick. You already said a that. new car. <laughs> <laughs> they are not playing for a new car. So, <laughs> which brings us to our sponsor for this week, Mazda. A new car. <laughs> I drive a Mazda, and I love it. <laughs> it's true, she does. And our other sponsor, Toys for Tots. It's for about the kids. They have for the kids. For the kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
fifth place at the end of it all will have the first choice of their, their top choice of position for next year's draft. So not necessarily the number one pick, but they get to pick wherever they would like to draft from. So if they think that the third position is the best, they can choose the third. They think the fifth position is the best. They may choose from the fifth position. They have their top choice of draft and so on for sixth place gets the second choice. Seventh place gets the third choice. Eighth gets the fourth. Ninth gets the fifth. 10th gets the sixth and then our playoff teams would work backwards. So fourth place finishing in the bottom that has the seventh uh, pick in the draft third place, along with their winning prize money gets the eighth pick. And then second place with their winning prize money also gets the ninth pick in the draft. And our champion will get their more prize money than the rest, but also the 10th pick in next year's draft. As someone who has won first draft pick three years, it is extremely underwhelming. So, <laughs> but still worth playing for. Good luck. <laughs> so, we can quickly look at Brad's play, Brad's matchup against Umberto. Um, so, Brad, what are your um, insights going into this week? What are you looking for out of your team? And what, what QB are you going to go with? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I think at this point, I'm kind of just sticking with Kirk. I think he's a little more, uh, he's a little less sporadic. He doesn't score zero one week and then score 31. Uh, and that's what I like in a, in a quarterback. He does have a negative two in his, in his year the so far. So don't speak too soon. That's true. I mean, matchup wise, at least this week, I have Kirk going up against Tampa Bay, which isn't like favorable. And then I have um, Carr going up against Indianapolis, which also really isn't that favorable, in my opinion. So sure. it's a toss-up. Would you would you consider um, someone on the waiver wire like Carson Wentz? No, because uh, he's not playing. What about his backup, Jalen Hurts? Who knows? Could have a, a spark-filled debut. I, I think you just want me to lose for some reason. No. I mean, honestly, I would – this is gonna be a tight matchup. You you know you had a very good team. Uh, it was right on. You, you had more points than me throughout the season. I'm I'm definitely afraid of your team. But uh, you and Umberto a fitting a fitting matchup for five six here. I think uh, in a two week setting, I like the matchups a lot more for Umberto's team this week. Let me check week fifteen. But then he has the um, Chiefs playing the Saints, which is not super great. So. I think you'll be down after this week and make a little bit of a comeback next week, but I'm not sure if it will be enough. So I'm going to go with Umberto as my choice. Dang. He not only didn't ask you about your matchup, Brad, he chose Umberto. Oh, you want to talk about your matchup? You're going to lose. <laughs> See, we've been putting a lot of disrespect on Umberto's name, mainly Brad and I, you know, mainly Brad. And yeah. now he's versing Umberto. Mainly Brad. <laughs> uh, no, he's right. Um, Although last week I did give a very realistic ranking or no, the week before um, me and him had back-to-back spots on the, uh, on the rankings. And that's pretty much how we finished. So now this week, you know, I think Umberto is going to come out hot. Like Noah said, but I'm going to put more disrespect on this man because I'm projecting him to lose. <laughs> yeah, and Brad, same, you're going to take it. <laughs> same here. Hello? Life favors the bold. Uh, 
I I gotta go with our our league elder. I think fifty year old Umberto is gonna win. <laughs> For the kids, respect the elders. Lesson number three. For the kids. For the kids. Not Umberto. He's not a kid. And uh, while we're at it, let's just go ahead and predict the others. We have Vin versus Sabrina um, in a two-week setting. Hmm. You start to see why they're the seven and eight team, you know? Right? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so elitist of you. Ugh. This is why I don't listen. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to take Sabrina easy. I think uh, Vin's team is going to run out of gas. Can... <laughs> well, good, good job. I didn't know Brad was had a second voice on this. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Uh, oh well, Vin snagged up DJ Chark after I dropped him this week and put him into a starting lineup immediately. I wonder how bad it. What does his wide receiver situation turn into? Now got Chase Claypool not starting though. Yeah, that's very especially against Cincinnati. I, I mean, guess because he had an off week. Back to back under ten points, but yeah, I feel like you got to leave that type of upside in, especially in a two week setting. You get the the chance of, and, and such a good matchup with Cincinnati. Um, you know, I think Vin would maybe come to his senses on that, plug him in, um, and I will give it to. It's, it's difficult. It... Let me give it to Vin. I'm gonna give it to Vin. I was thinking Vin as well. Um, it also comes down to if something happens to Sabrina's lineup in between week one and week two of that matchup, uh, she's probably not going to change anything. Sure. Um, so anything could happen, but I think Vin. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, girl power. I'm gonna go with Sabrina. Sorry, Vin. See, Bella and I made those quick decisions. You know, I think you guys are putting too much, you know, mind power into uh, you know these these uh, lower ranks. You know, the the, the non playoff folks. The those with losing records. <laughs> Gross. This is the plebeian league. Where'd Brad go? Did he just leave? Ah, okay, there you are. He doesn't want to be associated with them, so he just yeah, Brad went back to the nineties. <laughs> Rightfully where he belongs. Those of you who want to check out the video feed for this episode, I will put the link in our chat as well. And last but not least, we have the battle for the winner of our nine versus ten game. The yep. highest, highest they can finish is the seven seed with a win this week and a win next week. But still worth playing for to get that third pick. Um, fine, Jordan, you want some quick analysis? I think Steve's got the better team, and uh, a little bit more experience will help him get through the clutch weeks of the playoffs. So I'm taking Steve. Yeah, you know, I spent a vital year with Steve. You know, learning his ways, learning you know how he picks fantasy football. You know, as his roommate, and uh, I didn't like it. So I'm going with Simonia. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I think Simonia is going to come back with a meaningless win. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, I'll go half girl power. I'll go Simonia. 
Uh, oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Samad, yeah, for Samad, right? Yeah, half is, is half is the girl is Samad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All Can't right, my boy, like that. <laughs> Remember, kids, to roast your friends every chance you get. For the it's kids. For the kids. Yeah, for the kids. <laughs> All right. So, Brad, any closing remarks now that we've talked about your matchup? No. Look at how he's done that. I hope you all, I hope you you all watch the video feed. You know what? I, I want to keep this civil, so I don't, I don't have any other remarks. No. There's only love. Only love here. Love and a little bit of trash. Yeah, I think all 10 teams are great teams. You know, we need to be sending some good lessons to our viewers and the children of, you know, our future. So remember, kids, don't be jerks. And, you know, everybody's got a great team. Yeah, I think anyone could win it this year. Yeah, even Steve. Anyone could take the win. Well, uh, not technically. Uh, (laughs) No, anyone could. You guys guys down at the 9-10 spot. Still fight. You got it. Fighting. Give Mm -hmm. up. All right, two weeks till we see each other again. Good luck, everyone. Fight hard. Even if week one doesn't go your way, you still got a a chance week two to make it up. And, um, yeah, stay tuned for next week's final episode, as well as maybe look out for a little bit of a surprise from ninth place Steve. He wins? Keep tuned. Oh, keep tuned. Keep tuned. That's how we'll end. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a good night and a good week, everyone. Oh, Mer- Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, I think. Right? No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, we'll record before Christmas. Two weeks. No, no two weeks. weeks. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Oh, Bye, exactly. Everyone. Two Happy weeks. holiday. Well, one son, two, one, two football weeks. The first one will end, you know. Into the first one starts in two days, so it's nine days. No, this is very easy. Christmas tonight's happens the, the same time every year. Championship <laughs> week. Every week. Tonight's the second night of Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. Kwanzaa too. Three kings, sorry. What are you what are you mumbling? What? As in, what are you mumbling? List of holidays. I said Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Three Kings Day, Christmas, and anything else. And then Box Day if you're Canadian. Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Box Day. (laughs) (laughs) That's when everyone opens their packages. (laughs) I'm already celebrating. We call that Christmas. I've begun celebrating already. Ah. <laughs> they put a box in the mantle and see what's inside. <laughs> good, good night, everyone. Or I guess if you're not listening to this at night, just have a good day. <laughs> no, have a good night. <laughs> good, everyone. I hope your day sucks. I hope your night's great.